0: This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. I am the Bowtie Guy.
1: And I am Biker Chick.
0: She loves that I just put my radio voice yes, on. Yeah, you know
1: me so well. Oh, it's so
0: good. Uh, we are here to... Ha- Take your mess, turn it into a message, and I could restart the show right now, but just to show you how much I love you, I'm not. We're going right. to let that mistake stay in there. Uh, we're here every week uh, doing this, and uh, we were talking before the show because we like to just kind of talk and get things out and uh, kind of work through, and catch up. I said, you know what? Here's the deal. I don't think we should cheat the people of this. We should let them know. So we're going to fill you in on what we've been talking about, but uh, if you want to catch up with us, uh, you can go to the Mess It Up podcast dot com website, so that's messituppodcast.com podcast um, and we're also on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on the Facebook. So find us, hashtag tune in Tuesday, all that good stuff. Should we give them the email addresses now?
1: Sure. Let's do
0: it. I am a bowtie guy at messituppodcast.com dot
1: and I am VikerChick at com, And if you want to send us a general email, we have info at com.
0: Yeah, and we got some feedback from people, which I love. I do, too. Feedback is great. And if you've been a regular listener of the show, and why wouldn't you have been, uh, people have told us that when Christina's in charge and, and driving the bus that it seems to go a little bit smoother. And I just resemble that remark completely. Strange, right? And I would would accept that from people. But my wife said it. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my gosh, I guess I should listen now. Um, So anyhow, uh, thanks for listening. If you've got ideas for the show, if you've got a mess that God has turned into a message, people, we want to hear from you. Yes. And so please uh, send an email to any of those three email addresses that we gave. And uh, we want to have you on the show. It's an easy call-in, just like last week we had Stephen on. And uh, we can have you on in the future as well. So keep that in mind. But we were talking about what, Christina? What were we talking <laughs> about, kind Paul? Of funny. I had to take a drink there. Um, we, were, we were originally going to be talking about wounds, and then I said something about God's ministry. And we were praying before the, the show... And I thanked God for letting us do his ministry. And just tell them your response to that philosophy.
1: Uh, well, my response first was, what does ministry even mean? So I had yeah. to look up the definition. And Paul went to answer what ministry meant to him.
0: We forgot our word of the week. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, it's does been it so really long. Does it really
1: apply now? It,
0: it kind of does, but it doesn't matter. That's Words right. of the week are good. Words are good. You know what? The word of the week this week is ministry.
1: It is. Ministry means...
0: I'll make that change right now in the show notes.
1: (laughs) This is called on the fly. Yeah. So ministry is defined as the work or vocation of a minister of religion or the spiritual work or service of any Christian or a group of Christians, especially evangelism. So Paul was talking about this is God's ministry, right? And how that registers in your brain when you say that versus this is my ministry. And I was kind of... I kind of went off on a little trail about what that means to me um, because it's the whole get out of the boat mentality for me, right? Right. And this is where we're going with this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. He's looking at me strangely. No, like no, no. I was just... Right fun
0: because so I'm like, huh. It sounds so much cleaner now on the air.
1: is <laughs> strange? It's like, how does... My thoughts gather when the microphone turns green. It's nice. I don't know how yeah. that happens. Not usually because I'll still lose it somewhere in here. But anyway... So my thing is it's the whole get out of the boat mentality. You know, you're not going to experience the miracles of God unless you're willing to be obedient and put action to that obedience. So, yes, God is the umbrella of everything. Everything is is under God, but there has to be action on our part. And I think when people say one of my and this is what I had brought up earlier is when people go you know you're complimented about something you know great job all glory to god it was all god it wasn't you know i had nothing to do with it well that's not true and so when people say that you know my hackles i called them haunches once i was corrected They're that's hackles okay. um kind of stand up a little bit because not in a prideful way but you know as a child when my dad asked me to do something and i do something i'm like yeah i did it for you know i did it for dad look at me go and there has to be a sense, in my opinion, of accomplishment. There has to be a celebration for the things that I have done out of love for for my dad. Right. And, and my dad is God. So for me, it's like I love the feeling of being obedient. I love acknowledging myself for the effort that I've put in
0: mm-hmm.
1: for the things that God wants from me.
0: Sure. Now I have something that I want to put in, but I want to just backtrack just a tiny little yeah. bit to your phrase of get out of the boat. Can you just, mm-hmm. for people who may be a little bit new to the whole Christianese thing, uh, uh, explain that metaphor.
1: I will explain it in the very dumbed down way that I love know it. Love it. So, uh, when Jesus and, the few disciples, I can't remember all, right. who were out on the crazy stormy water. Um, and Jesus was outside the boat and told Peter to come out onto They're the water. Walking with on him. the water in yeah, the storm, Jesus was walking on the water. Yeah, and so he told Peter, you know, come on, come, come, walk with me, come out here with me, and. um so Peter had to get out of the boat. He had to take that step of action to experience the miracle of walking on water with Jesus. Well, I think he took like what one step. It wasn't much, but he got out of the boat, was on the water, took his eyes off Jesus, and that was that. Right. right? Well well
0: that was up for the time being, but then put his eyes back on Jesus and Boop. Yes, yes. I love floaty, how you floaty. have like
1: this great sound and I've got a
0: uh, boop. You know what? It's good art. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and the, the, the storm was, I mean, it was raging. It was a yeah. raging tempest and they were fearing. Yeah. And then Jesus just out like, hey guys, I, all right, I could calm the storm. Just just come out here. And, and that obedience, and, and that's yeah. what you were referring to is that obedience of getting out and not staying on the boat I mean, the boat provides some protection and some shelter and some, some safety, but limited. Christ.
1: Yes. Very limited protection.
0: Yeah. It gives it all yeah. to us and for us. Yeah. So, so that's good. So thank you for that. Now I'm going to roll back forward to where my thought, um, and that was for me, I have a tendency of getting prideful mm-hmm. and getting in my own way right. and look at what I did. Look at how cool this is. Look at, you know, who listened, by the way, thank you, Amsterdam. Yes. for listening to yes. us. That's that's outstanding. Or whoever's there's
1: a, registering in Yeah, Instagram.
0: there's a group of people in Amsterdam that have been listening, and we yes. really appreciate it. We'd love to come see you. Um, yes. We can talk. Yeah, email us. But I have a tendency of saying, look what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Look at this. And I'm trying to keep God as my focus. I'm trying to keep it so that it's not the Paul show, that it's right. God's show, and Paul is just in the cast. Uh, And and that helps me just from a mental aspect to call it God's ministry rather than my ministry. Because when it becomes mine, that's when I take it back off the shelf. And that's me and my whole focus on the third step this year is just like, quit taking it back. Because I'm like, thanks, God. Got it. I'm good.
1: See, for me, I concern myself. And maybe this is a bit of codependency, but I concern myself with other people's words. And the apparent false humility that may come with those sure. words. Because I I often, you know, I don't know everybody's walk, but I'm a skeptic. It's just part of who I am. Um, is, you know, all glory to God it has nothing to do with me. Well, there's a lot of... I don't want to be negative Nancy. I don't want to be pointy judging Nothing Christina. against Nancy's. No, nothing against Nancy's. Who do I say? Nellie? <laughs> nothing against Nellie's. Yeah. Um, but... I just, there's some people that try it so hard to put the Christian appearance on. Yes. And. I've been that guy. Okay. Yeah. And so when I hear that and I don't know a walk, like if I can see a walk and I can see that they're, they are like, no, God is totally working through me on this. And I know that then. Okay. But 99% of the time when I hear all glory to God, it has nothing to do with me. It comes across as false humility,
0: me. Yeah. Yeah, and that false humility, we spend a lot of time talking about that in Celebrate Recovery. I mean, that's a a recovery stealer. It is. Because for me, it gets my eyes focused on those wrong things, on that how can I... Not do this, and I I think back I, those words that uh, Phil said when he came here that I am right. that it's like oh I'm not uh, you know and the self deprecation yeah is where I fall into this this false humility trap and I've been really trying to be very cognizant of that since he said it and it kind of annoys me because I've done it so much and it's right. so much it's so natural to me it feels like this is just what. And I know that even as old as I am, I still have room to change and need to change Absolutely. those crazy, bad, uh, negative feelings and behaviors that I do that, that, that drive me downward.
1: Right.
0: Well, cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. I, I like that. We'll yeah. uh, we'll talk more about those kind of things uh, in the future, I'm sure, because Absolutely. this kind of stuff always comes up. Mm-hmm. Um. We were at a concert a while back, and I saw Christina there, and we happened to be at the same concert. Uh, did you want to be at that concert? Yeah. I did not. Really? I was given tickets, and I was like, well, it's tomorrow. I got to go. So I went to go. I was not looking forward to seeing this cat. Why? And he messed me up.
1: Of course he did. He so, did. He did. It, we was, will, it was serious.
0: We'll talk about this after the break, but right now, this is Jason Gray, and this is a song called The Wound is Where the Light Gets In. With a knife held to my vein, captive to the poison that I took to numb the pain, cause everybody wishes they were born with thicker skin. Where the light gets in It's tricky how the heart works When the breakups and the big jerks Make us never want to hurt that way again Maybe I'm naive But in every scar I see The place where love is trying to break in the scars they don't disguise You can pick out a real sinner by the kindness in their eyes. So if you're stumbling in the dark and
1: So I'll be quite honest, I hadn't listened to the words of this song until we just pulled it up and we were reading through the lyrics. And so I'm reading through the lyrics and I get to these two lines and I literally have tears welling up in my eyes right now just reading them because they're so powerful but it says you can recognize a saint by the scars they don't disguise you can pick a real sinner by the kindness in their eyes you know to me that's that is all about what recovery is it's about what Jesus does to a person you know I was ashamed of my scars Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and my emotional scars my things that I have done things wounds that I've experienced wounds that I have given others. And it wasn't until Jesus that those wounds were healed. And now those scars will forever remain as signs of those things that I have gone through. But he has redeemed so much of that. Yeah. And so to put such a and I'm very visual person, so Mm -hmm. to put a visual aspect to what recovery looks like is powerful. I mean, that's mind blowing to me right now. That is so deep.
0: Yeah. The image that he painted at the concert that I didn't want to go to, that I was rude because I was on my phone the entire time. Yeah. Because I I wasn't playing Candy Crush and I wasn't on Facebook. I was just writing down this song, this message, this words, this, everything was just messing me up big time. But this one really struck me. And the same thing. It's, he talked about the fact that, you know, the picture that I see is this wall of blackness that's me mm-hmm. and I'm just dark and the light is on the outside, that light of Christ and it shines and I've put up my, my blackout shades yeah. and where it cracks that's where Jesus gets in is where I've allowed the cracks in my life to happen. And Jesus comes storming through yeah. and goes through that crack. And that's where the scars and that's that story. And I love that line. When he said that line uh, at the concert that you recognize a saint by the scars, they don't disguise. I'm like, right down, right down, right down. Immediately. <laughs> immediately it's just like, Oh my gosh, because I get so hung up on the scars. And just like with Stephen talking about unashamed, unafraid is that those scars or my story. Yeah. That's like you have, Christina has lots of tattoos that are a story. There's a yeah. story in that. It's not just like, hey, I got drunk and I decided that I wanted to uh, make a, uh, you know, a boat on my leg or, or a, a palm tree. This was like, hey, this is my story. Right. And and this is what's going on with that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It It's one of those things where that's what this podcast is about, though. Is It's not disguising the things that we have been through, it's being open and transparent and vulnerable through this whole process to show people that, yeah, life is not perfect. We've made some bad decisions, some bad, bad choices. We've experienced some some horrible things and survived through those. But that's how we show other people that there is healing through Jesus, that there is true, true healing from that shame.
0: right. So, you know, I this song made me think about scars, right. and being at the concert made me think about scars and how my scars are, and um, the, uh, the thing that always... I, I have two perspectives on scars. One is the one that we talked about, how those scars tell the story right. of what's going on, and... What it uh, might be, uh, and, and you can see that from someone, and it gives a, a good opportunity. Like when I see your tattoos, I can say, hey, tell me about that one. Right. Um, so we all have our scar stories. But the other flip side of that is the scars that I've inflicted and, and given and the story I'm telling for someone else.
1: When you said you, know, you can visibly see scars that are, are physical wounds, but are scars of emotional wounds... Aren't visible to the public.
0: I sometimes not. Sometimes we keep them pretty hidden. Right. But sometimes we don't do. I, sometimes I don't do as good of a job hiding my scar as I think I'm doing. Sometimes but I think be a I'm hiding scar, it. Scar
1: then, or would it still be a wound at that point? Because I, my excuse me, I made an assumption. No, based I, off what you were saying. Right. That sometimes I know. Relating what that made me think of is in my life sometimes how I either lash out or there's certain things that I say you can see wounds at those moments you can still see areas of me that aren't healed but to see the healed areas that you know we're all good in were you were you more talking about the wounds or the scars you know no
0: no no that's an interesting and I hadn't really thought about that because it is a very different perspective uh and i hadn't i hadn't parsed that word like that because i do see that there can be a very different the activeness of a scar is still a wound right perhaps right um that is something that messed me up just a little bit i hadn't um thought that through um yet so i might have to rethink my position on that
1: well <laughs> and i was just thinking on that this The thing about recovery is that we share those scars. We share those emotional scars, um, areas of our lives that have been healed. So when I say scar, my meaning of it is an area that has been healed. So to me, my alcoholism is no longer a wound for me. I still make the choice not to drink. It's not like it's just gone. I wasn't miraculously healed from it. There is still... You know, moments where I want to drink. I want to go do that. But it's not an open wound. It's not an active thing that I continue to express in my life. So, for me, when I say scar, it's an area that's been healed. I can now talk about my alcoholism because that's an area of my life that I've healed. I no longer drink. It's not something that, that afflicts me from day right. to day. Um, you know, my sexual abuse. It's something that I have healed from. I forgave my abuser. I... You know, prayed to God. I've I've been through the whole healing process of that, and so that's a scar that has healed that I can talk about and I can be vulnerable about and share with other people. Um, but somebody wouldn't look at me and go, "I see that you're a sexual abuse survivor just right. by looking at me." They can't right. see that visible scar, so it's something I have to talk about and be open about. Right. Whereas, you know, wounds you might see through.
0: Right right
1: speech through actions yeah through those that's things. that's
0: a great point that's a great difference there because and i guess that's where the strength of our testimony is, is is where we're revealing our scars yes uh to people yes and and why the testimony is so powerful so important
1: yes yeah. my testimony is coming up by the way Woo! and people will be able to catch it on facebook live yes so we will put that information out probably next show
0: Yeah, we'll let you know when it is. And if you listen to these after the fact, well, that maybe will encourage you to stay up-to-date with the Mess It Up podcast. Speaking of staying up-to-date with the Mess It Up podcast, you can do that by checking us out on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can subscribe to our podcast uh, at both of those places. This is what we
1: call a twofer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, And um, we'd love to have you do that. Please email us at info at messituppodcast.com if you have a story that you'd like to share yep. with the people or if you just got a general comment. Um, I get people sending us uh, suggestions for the song of the week. Yeah. I love to have suggestions for the word of the week because that's, for me, the hardest thing to come up with. Yeah. Um, but please uh, do that. Check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Email me at guy at messituppodcast.com or email info at messituppodcast.com.
1: Biker chick at messitupodcast and is See that you it? Next time, that's should we, it. Should we wait? The big idea. Oh, the big idea. I just want to wrap it up. Yeah. So my big idea, the thing that I, that comes to mind as a one to two sentence closure is: don't be afraid to share your scars, because in those scars there is there is Jesus. Yes. There is the example. Of Jesus.
0: Yeah. And the light comes through where those scars are, those wounds, those cracks, those fissures, those little micro fissures that start. That's where Jesus got into my life. Yeah. And um, it's great. So thanks for listening. Share it with people. Use the hashtag TuneInTuesday and we will see you again next time.